Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Pick and Roll live stream right here on the board YouTube channel. The show goes live every weekday morning for NBA free picks. And there's five games on the Tuesday slate to work with and one free pick on the way. How the show works. We go through that free pick. We hear Pips' handicap. Then we get to some discussion topics today. Some big ones. Two outrageous performances on the anniversary of Kobe's 81-point night. And Bede goes for 70-plus. Cat goes for 60-plus. We're going to have some words on that before finishing off the stream. But remind you, everybody, if you enjoy what you see today, be sure to hit that like button to support the show and subscribe for more content like this. Okay, let's get to our play for today. It's in the Blazers, the Trailblazers, and Thunder game, and we're going with both the point guards in this matchup, but opposite sides. For the minus 110 odds at BetMGM, we're taking Anthony Simons under 23.5 points. But we're going to the other side to take Shea Gilders Alexander 25 plus points. So an over and an under here. Pips, talk to us about this matchup here and why we're going to be playing this one in this matchup. First off, I want to say these two teams played two games this season, and Thunder's net rating is plus 105. They won by, <laughs> it's actually insane, but they won by 62 and 43. Uh, highest spread of the of the season and second highest of the season for Thunders, both against Portland Trailblazers. So yeah, that, that, that's also in, in the play. Both games, uh, Shea played 21 and 22 minutes, scored 31 and 28. Massive blowout. Short minutes for, for Shea, scored 31 and 28. I don't think this will be a 50-point game at the mid-third quarter this time. I think also another comfort problem by, by Thunders, but I can see Shea playing the entire third quarter and going up to like 29 to 30 minutes, and that should be enough for him to cover this line, as I said. 21, 22 minutes, 31, 30, uh, 28, easily covering so far this season. So, and the next part of this bet is Antoinette Simons under on points. Uh, he came back from the injury and uh, lately had struggled uh, in the last couple of games. But if you take a look at, so he boosted his number against terrible teams. If you take a look at this, this is when he's playing above average defensive rating teams. Yeah, one crazy game against the Clippers when everything was going in. Everything else under 20 points. 19 against the Lakers. 14 against this same Thunder team, even though he shot four from eight from some more very difficult threes. So yeah, that's the first part of the bet. He doesn't perform well against good teams, and they are mostly blown out. And last four games on the road, they, they lost by 20 or more points. So I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't see four quarter minutes. That's the first part of the bet. Uh, the second part of this bet is his shooting uh, 
So, unfortunately, Simons, uh, take a look, uh, shoot. Uh, this is without free throws, uh, total point spread uh, scored. So he's scoring 50% of his points above the break. And we can see 24 at the rim, 12 at the, uh, from the paint, non-restricted, some mid-ranges, and doesn't score at all from the corners. And we can see next on the next uh, graphic, Thunders only allow corners. And they are unbelievably good at the rim. They don't allow mid-range because they are collapsing on drives. As you can see, this is like perfect example. We are collapsing on drives, defending the rim, and letting corners being wide open. And we can see they are lying 29, second most in the link from the corners, but third least from the restricted area, second least from the mid-range, and also above average defense on above the break threes. Uh, very difficult matchup for Anthony Simons in, in, in this one, as, as we can see. And also, if you take a look, the last part of it is on the play types. Uh, pick and roll ball handlers, he scores 29% of his points. You have pick and roll ball handler, Thunder are third best defense. We saw it on the uh, graphic before, they are collapsing on pick and rolls and leaving corners open. Free throws, uh, they allow a lot of free throws. Last time they played, Simons had only two free throws in the entire game. So, yeah, he's settling for jumpers, so I don't see, the, see it for, for him. And also, they are great transition defense, a great isolation defense, both where uh, Simon scores majority of his points. So this is a very difficult matchup. All around, all around very difficult matchup with blowout possibility. And he will be guarded by Dort, who, who is one of the best on-ball on defenders in the league. And when he sits, it will be, he will be guarded by Kaysen Wallets, also a also great rookie defensive player. So he's going a great defensive player this entire game. They will take away everything from him. And last time he played 21 minutes and scored 14 points. Yeah, I don't think in 32 minutes, 33 minutes, I don't think uh, he can get over this line. Even though last game he started, I think it was zero from nine, zero from nine or zero from zero from eight. And then make the four straight uh, threes in like three minutes, getting crazy hot. And all four were very, very difficult shots that he made. So, yeah, he's he can make some difficult shots, but I think this line is way too high because they oh, the only one shot that will he, that he will have in this game is like step back, step back three, and I don't think he can cover this line with making like five plus six step back threes. All right, so extremely data-driven bet for the free pick for today. Let's hope we can find a winner here and hopefully makes up for uh, the losing start to the week. We'll recap the Monday plays. It was a one and two day. One of the losers was the big SGP at that half unit, so down 0.6 units on the day. Luka Doncic covers the 31.5 point line uh, in the losing main play. Bogdanovich covers his point line. Lillard has a, a poor shooting night. I think he went 415 for 17 points, so it doesn't get to the 25 we need there. And for the big SGP, uh, De'Aaron Fox had a really slow start, especially in assists, didn't get there in the end. And Sabonis as well didn't really have, um, didn't really offer much from a point standpoint. Yeah, they are where the game wasn't there because Hawks decided to play drop coverage and zone. Hawks played zone like half the game. 
that that's just terrible for for Sabonis scoring. So yeah, he didn't have a chance in this game. Like, and I mean, when I saw it, like like first quarter, like yeah, unfortunate. But that's why we are betting like uh, in big SGPs. If that if they play defensive scheme like I supposed to them to do, yeah, it should work. But if not, we didn't bet much and we had a great return. So yeah, that's the process there. And Lila, that's insane. Like we always miss on Lila. It's insane. Yeah, I think people will ask for him being banned because uh, Pistons played the same defense they played in the trigger game earlier this season. Three game earlier this season, 33 points, 34 points in blowouts, 45 points in close game. It was another close game. One of the reasons I bet it because even though the spread was high, I expected this, this to be a close game. It ended uh, with uh, them winning by nine, but it was like one possession game with two minutes left. Yeah, close game. Great defense on Yanis. Good defense on Yanis. Lillard had so many good looks. Could easily catch. Like, yeah, I mean, four for 15 on great looks. And yeah, I, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> I watched the entire game. He had it wide open from who most part to take over. Never did. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's hope to rebound with that one play that we have for today. Absolutely. And that would make it a winning week after two days. But some discussion stuff for today, some big ones for today. We had some outrageous performances in the NBA yesterday. Cat drops over 60 points, but didn't even have the best performance of the night. Joel Embiid, 70 points in last night's game. Unbelievable display. Historic night as well on the anniversary of Kobe's 81-point game. How did Embiid manage to do this against the Spurs and against Victor Wembanyama? Extremely aggressive. They gave him not like usual. Will double you whenever you get the ball coverage because they they let him shoot over Wembenyama, and he shot over Wembenyama, and he make almost every shot. And when he drove to the rim, he got fouled, got to the free throw line, 23 free throws in a game. Insanely that he made 21, which is insane for a for a big guy like he is. Like, but so many mid-range stuff went in over a contested shot by Wembenyama. So yeah, it was he decided that he'll make this game to remember, and he did it. And insane, insane performance. But it was also uh, first quarter, like first first half battle between Wembenyama and, and Embiid. Like, okay, Wembenyama had almost double. The amount of points, uh, and we had the double amount of the points of Benyama, but Benyama was also impressive on, on so many possessions, and it was so cool. To, uh, great game to watch uh, at the neutral fan. Yeah, that just just insanity from Embiid, uh, and somehow Cat scores sixty-two and isn't the performance of the night. But the Minnesota Timberwolves lose despite Carl Anthony Towns scoring sixty-two points. He had ten threes as well in the game. It looked like he was uh, a little bit hunting the all-time three-point record in a single game. But from the late things I've seen from this game, it's kind of a weird spot because Carl Anthony Towns obviously wants to boost his record number here. However, they were in a tight game and perhaps maybe a little bit too much hero ball crept into Cat's game. 
there was also late game a, a foul that was uncalled yeah. that should have been called uh, against the Hornets when Cat was going to the rim. But how overall, how does Carl Anthony Towns score 62 points and the Timberwolves still manage to lose? Yeah, their defense was terrible in this game. I mean, they didn't lose the game because they scored 125. The number one defense in, in the league let uh, Hornets, fucking Charles Hornets, score 128 on them, which is insanity. And the pace in the, this game was below average, so it's not because of the pace. They played below average pace, and you have Hornets dropping one. 28 on your face, but it was turnovers in the Towns had seven turnovers in this game. Yeah, he was very efficient. Yeah, I watched it on the entire game. Uh, so the threes he made that was insane. Like, shot difficulty was like nine, like 99 percentile. Like, it was insane how he managed to pull those down. But yeah, the, um, I think Edwards had one field goal attempt in the first half. They were messing around. They were just feeling cut. They didn't care for the game. They were up by 15 at the time. And then cut started to missing shots. Turnovers happened. And Scorner just keep playing, keep playing. So big shout out to, to them. They had a great game. Uh, rookie Brandon Miller, probably the best, second best player in, in this game. He scored 27 points, taking only 13 field goal attempts. Uh, yeah, Lamelo Ball, 13 assists. They, they just kept going and going, and some gifts late into the game from Towns and Edwards, and they took the win. But yeah, I will say like, like that, that was one of the worst missed calls I ever seen in, in the in the single possession game. Like that was just in, insanity to miss that call, call on, on Towns on the last possession. Uh, we interrupt here because we have a trade that ha- is about to go down in the NBA. Shams reports that Miami are about to acquire Charlotte's Terry Rozier in a package that is sending Kyle Lowry and draft compensation that includes a first round pick to the Hornets. So Terry Rozier heading to Miami here. Kyle Lowry getting salary dumped along with picks to the Charlotte Hornets. I imagine he will become a popular buyout candidate, but Pips. First reaction to the trade here. How do you feel about Terry Rozier's fit in Miami? And can he really help boost his team's championship credit uh, pedigree? Uh, I don't know. I, I love Terry, but not at the Miami. Like, he's Tyler Hero, too. I mean, like, very similar type of player to Tyler Hero. Shooting guard, same efficiency. Same crazy hot shooting, hot, hot or cold. I mean, they proved over Kyle Lowry. That's not without a question, but Terry Rozier. Interesting. I mean, I, I heard about it last night. Terry had a good game last night also. Uh, but I don't think the fit is that great. With being almost the, the similar player as Tyler here is. Do you think he's better than Tyler Hero? Do you think that this is just a bit of an improvement? I don't think he's better than Tyler Hero, but, it, but it, yeah, I don't think that he's better than Tyler Hero. <laughs> but it's like two similar players. Like Tyler, I mean, yeah, they have two Tyler Heroes now at PG and AG position. 
Yeah, so so Terry Even if you take a talking. look at their shooting or, or, or like assists or like they almost have the complete exact same day. I, I think even Lazier has more assists and yeah. It's, Terry, it's Terry's insane. having Rogier is having a really nice season here. Um this would be a I great mean, year. For had, him. But even you take a look, like last season was not that great, but 2021, 2022 those two seasons he shot 38 39% from the three point lines averaging 20 points a season yeah he he's above average uh, efficiency guard in, in this league like average to above average efficiency that guy that can create the guy that will hustle that try hard that can make some uh, clutch shots in the game so yeah I, i'm i'm i love I think so many things could improve with having him, but I honestly don't see the fit with Miami Heat. I don't, I don't love the fit either, but it's an improvement on Kyle Lowry. Like I love Kyle Lowry, but yeah. he's just not, he's just not been the player that Miami need him to be. So this is, this is an immediate improvement there. They only give up according to this initial report here. We're reacting live. We don't have the full scope of picks, but it's only one first round pick, which is not, that big of a deal for Miami. Rogier's contract is sorry. Yeah, it's the Rogier's salary. He's like 31 it's, and 27 million, I think. His, his contract's okay. So he's making 23 million this year, 25 million next year, and then his uh the third year after so so two years from now, 2025, 2026. Uh he has a partial guarantee. So he'll be making probably in all likelihood around twenty-five million dollars. I'm not sure how. The guarantee has something to do with Charlotte making the second round of the playoffs, which you can't do anymore. So I don't know if there's a difference with Miami. Anyways, it'll be between uh, around 25 and $26.5 million in the next year. I don't think that's a crippling contract in the grand scheme of the NBA. I think this might limit what the Heat can do for agency-wise, but I think this is a fine trade for the Heat to make. I don't yeah. love the fit, but this is an improvement on the team that wants to make another run for a championship. And I'm not too upset about it. For the Hornets, I feel like maybe they could get a little bit more out of this trade, but it, this one isn't really going to do much do much for them. I think one pick falls a little bit short of where I value Rogier. I was talking about it on my live stream last night, and we we kind of settled on two first round picks from a good team would probably be in what it, it takes. But again, if there's like a ton of draft compensation beyond the first, then uh, that will change. Yeah, I mean, this is a good pick for for the Miami Heat. Obviously, they improved their team, and they need some scoring. Sometimes they just too too stagnant and lack some scoring on the team it's it's at the bio and then butter is always scoring isolation and then some of the muscles now they have some shooting outside and can do it when hero sits i will see probably them, them staggering their minutes for the entire game and yeah and also i think hornets were just trying to move out so they can uh Put the ball in the mellow hands and just let him do everything and opening some shooting and now some usage for brandon miller especially after that last game so i think overall this okay corners could get some more in this but i think they got what they wanted they were the first round pick for yeah yeah and so it's a 
So sorry, the trade is confirmed. Yeah, I know we, we did, we... It's a 2027 first round pick. No other picks, just a 2027 first from Miami. Uh, yeah, uh, and I don't know if you heard about uh, a Lakers offer for the John Murray. What is it? It's it's some insane like uh, D'Angelo Russell with I think two picks, one swap, something like that, and some oh, someone said it could happen, <laughs> and it's insane. Which they are does do so yeah maybe some. Cheap deals are going to happen over the next couple of weeks because Jeez. maybe there are maybe too much uh, guards or shooting guards. Or oh, I'm thinking if I'm Atlanta, I'm available. taking that. I'm getting off the Murray contract. Who's who do you think is more valuable, Terry Rozier or Dejounte Murray? I mean, that's that's tough. I think contract wise, shooting wise. I mean, yeah. The, I can speak on that. I hate Dejounte Murray as a player, so I'll obviously I, go. I, I think it's I think it's Terry Rozier. When you consider the contracts, Terry Rozier spaces the floor better. Like if you're a like if you're the Lakers, if Terry Rozier's, if you want, like I think even as like a lead option, you might even say Terry Rozier is a better player. But definitely as like a third or fourth option because of his floor spacing yeah. being superior, and his passing might be a little bit better as well. Yeah. Oof. That's tough yeah. conversation. Also, Terry Rozier, when he was at the book with the Celtics, he played great defense. He wasn't yeah. that great on the Hornets, but we know he's capable in the right environment. So Miami yeah. Heat is probably the perfect environment. And we all know how players play when they play with Miami <laughs> Heat. And yeah, the so heat we can culture. see some great season from, from Terry. Good Rozier. Lord. I think uh, the tr- yeah. I, so the trade also, we're getting information to fly here. The 2027 first round pick also includes protections from the Heat. I, I very much, I very much feel like that the Hornets could have gotten more out of this one. Um, I'll put a poll in the chat, guys. You guys let us know who you think got the superior deal in this one. But uh, I guess conversation for this one here: Kyle Lowry is going to be a prime buyout candidate. Uh, and if, if the Sixers don't have Kyle Lowry's agent on the phone already, there's a problem. Uh, I bet Kyle Lowry with Nick Nurse championship experience as a buyout candidate to be some sort of backup guard. That that seems great to me. But do you think any other teams could have interest or do you think the Sixers will have interest, as I said? Yeah, I mean, Sixers look like a great spot there. I think Nick Nurse just uh, has worked with him. He's won a championship with him. Here's a player who's who's gotten over the hump, who's had the hardships of you know losing earlier Knicks. than expected in the playoffs. Knicks the Knicks as well. Be, yeah, I think Knicks maybe even better spot for him. Yeah, they after the quickly trade, I don't think they they have like any creation. So Kyle Lowry from the bench in like twenty minutes. He can also play next to Brunson for some minutes. So, yeah, I, I just think uh, Kyle Lowry works the best for me for Knicks and then Sixers. The Kyle Lowry, he's, he's a weird player because he'll he'll have, like, like over the last few, like, last five or six games, he's averaging, like, three points, three assists, three rebounds. Like, he's been horrible. But he's a player who has been able to consistently affect games regardless of his box score statistics and everything. And if you're going for a playoff run, 
Like you might just get a few spells at a Kyle Lowry that win games. And that is enough, especially for a buyout candidate. And if guess what? He's not doing anything on the court. He's just not good enough. The championship pedigree that he has, he's won it before the veteran leadership that he has, like the way he was uh, like, obviously I can speak on how important he was for the Raptors in that era. I, I think there should be a lot of teams interested if he's bought out by the Charlotte Hornets. So yeah, I mean that's no brainer, no brainer. If he getting on him a minimum deal, that's no brainer. I think yeah. most teams in the league could, could could profit from having Kyle Lowry there. All right, so this turned into a pretty loaded episode. Um, well, actually, there's no plans. Oh, okay, there's no plans to buy out Lowry yet. They're going to try and trade him. Um, I don't know who's trading for that, but um, the Hornets will try and trade him. I don't know if they'll be successful, but this turned into a pretty loaded episode at the end of the day. So lots of information, lots that was discussed here. Uh, If you guys did enjoy, please make sure to hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. And if you have any interest in some additional content from these streams, we do live, we go live every morning. If you like the formula, let us know. If you want to see something else added to the formula here, Maybe perhaps you want us to answer some of your questions regarding bets a little bit more often. Perhaps you want to see other stuff. Let us know in the comments of this stream here. I'll, I'll be sure to check everything. You can let us know in the live chat right now. You can let us know in the comments here or anytime you can let us know on Twitter at the board HQ. You can DM the account. You can reply to tweets from the account. I'll be active on all of them. So let us know if you want to see anything additional from the pick and roll show. But from the show today, there is one official pick and it is in the Trailblazers and Thunder game. Anthony Simons under 23 and a half points. Shea Gildas Alexander 25 plus points for minus 110 odds at Bet MGM. That'll do it from us today. Thanks so much for watching. Me and Pitts are back tomorrow, same time for more from Pick and Roll.